to the turn because there's a turn. They're talking about some of his friends from the magic shop. And I have one clip that I pulled here and it's a little longer, but um, one of his friends says this. I think as long as he stops tweeting the N-word, he'll be fine. <laughs> and then it hard cuts to... The N-word is just a word. And it's, and it's just Boogie going, hey man, listen, these, these terrible things, you know, it's good to make jokes about them because they're so... Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about, oh, the N-word's just a word like any other word. And I do, I do give the filmmaker immense credit here because he just goes, say it then. <laughs> Boogie's like, well, obviously, I'm not going right. to say it now. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. um, yeah. I was, I was sort of wondering when this would happen because, again, like, I, I came into this not really paying attention to like what Boogie had done ever since like the YouTube, the kind of comedy mm. YouTube videos I had seen, you know, um, back in my early twenties. And so, my feeling based on understanding gamer culture and stuff was very much like, yep, at some point, at some point, this all went downhill because you did say like the, you did say a word of some kind. <laughs> Lo and behold, lo and behold, um, uh, I, I was, I was, I was completely correct. It's a perfect storm, um, baby. Listen, we're talking about a YouTube gamer who is losing his audience in like yeah. the late 2010s. What is he gonna do? This and exactly. Well, this. And and this is something I was, I was sort of thinking about because I think at this, at, in your sort of like mid to late, the mid to late 2010s, mm -hmm. like you're, you know, you have these YouTubers now who. Because I, I don't know, like he he strikes me as someone who has always been in like kind of considered himself to be like an edge lord, mm -hmm. like someone someone who I don't I don't think he's necessarily there's no I, I I'm not convinced he really has any politics of any kind or any sort of like I think he's just, he was just like a guy who's been extremely online mm -hmm. for a lot of his life, um but like when you know when you reach that point of a twenty like in the 2010s where you know YouTube sort of becomes mainstream and is sort of treated a bit more like a mainstream outlet. He seems to me to be one of those characters that never quite accepted that. Mm -hmm. um, and so he's sort of saying these things and he's almost like doubling down on this stuff on the basis of almost reaffirming his idea, like reaffirming the idea of like being one of the original authentic YouTubers, mm -hmm. unlike, you know, those who are, you know, polished and have PR people and everything. But the reality being that like, well, yeah, when you have more attention being placed on you, and where your videos are much more discoverable, like, yes, more people will have judgments on you. Um, I guess my question then was like, okay, well, is this a case of him not really understanding what YouTube is at this point in time? Or is it just the case that like, or is it a case that like tastes have changed or like there are different types of career? Like he no longer sort of occupies that space that perhaps he was able to mm -hmm. like much earlier on. I mean, it's one of those things where like, I. Uh, the Francis videos I saw a lot of on 4chan at the time. So, like, even, even mm. then, the humor was still very, like, juvenile and, and quite right-wing. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it's just sort of expresses itself differently now. Because after he, he does the thing where he talks about how he thinks it's important to joke about fucked up subjects to sort of, and I'm quoting it, rob them of their power. Cool, man. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. It, it shows a bunch of, like, jokes of his in there about, like, just... Just terrible things. Like he's joking about um, a deceased ex-wife affairs. He's joking about female genital mutilation. Like, and I'm sure that these these specific examples have been cherry picked to make the point in the documentary. But he still said them. <laughs> so like, it's I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think he There's has. A lot of times like, got, yeah. I think he has politics, but I don't think he has like an ideology, right? Like, I don't think he has an analytical right, right. framework. 
he just like doesn't like women and he wants to make yeah. money on the internet yeah well, mm. I, I, and i and i think and i think that's probably as far as the politics sort of goes yeah. for him <laughs> um there's a lot of stuff in this documentary where it talks about his health mm-hmm. um yes. and obviously like his health like the obesity thing like has very much been a part of his act for quite mm. a long time um to me this was like an interesting element not partly just because it it was like one of those few moments where i did feel a little bit sorry for him but also mm-hmm. um like I, I i was thinking a lot just about characters so we talked a little bit about francis yeah. and like the alternate character he sort of makes and he sort of says he said on record like a couple of times that like Francis is sort of like this kind of fictional composite character that I created to talk about my experiences like and a lot of that is informed by like my obesity Mm -hmm. and like my sense of place in the world and I think that makes sense what it seems to be the case is that like well you've got multiple characters in this you've got Francis you've got Boogie2988 you've got like this new character like a sort of it, it feels like he doesn't really have a sort of sense of himself and I wondered whether you had any thoughts on like Kind, you know, in a, where, like whether you got any impressions from that in terms of like this is a guy who like clearly has spent so much time online, but he doesn't really have a grounding of like who he is in like in the real world. A hundred percent, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> like, there are multiple shots in this of him like out in the real world, and he brings up being a YouTuber so fast in all of them. Like whenever he's talking to people at the magic shop, there's one bit later on where he's at a, a comedy show and it's one of the first things he says to the guy because the guy's just trying to do like <laughs> audience work here. And he's like, hey, I got like four million subscribers on YouTube. And it's like, all right, man, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess we we do talk about his health. We get, we get a whole list of the, quote unquote, the things that are wrong with Boogie. Um, and mm. it's gotten into in the documentary because he like sprains his ankle um, during one of the shots that they're filming yeah. um, in a, an arcade, and he just like talks about this, and it's it's desperately depressing because <laughs> he's just lifting off all of these things. Um, but a lot of these are just just complications that you you get from being obese. This is just like yeah, I I think that they're being spread out deliberately to make a. a point here to give you an impression that things are a lot worse than they are um and i think he well, does I, the same quite often i think i mean one of the things i was sort of mm. confused about is like you like in the set there's like a section towards the middle of it yeah where they're sort of talking about his physical elements and like again this is a p- point where i sort of feel like a little bit sorry because you know we all know what the american healthcare system 100%. is like and like yeah just like the idea that you're paying like six hundred dollars just for a doctor's appointment like that's you know that's insane um, I'm very excited for that to happen in the UK, where it costs 600 pounds to go see a doctor eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sort of mixing it in with his own like mental health issues as well. Yes. Um, you know, and he's talked about like having depression. He's talked about like just other forms of like mental like mental illness. And I mean, and I'm not like denying that mm-hmm. he probably feels that way. But I felt like the sort of confluence between the two made it feel like disjointed. It made it sort of feel like oh, this is. And again, this is also where I kind of struggle to sort of understand. You know, if this is like sort of a character study of this, of this, um, of this YouTuber, mm-hmm. it, it made it made it very difficult for me to understand. Like, okay, well, what is what's the narrative arc kind of being structured here? Like, is this the guy? You know, because it, you know, on, on the one hand, like, is this a guy who has to keep going in whatever mm-hmm. way he can because, like, you know, he has to sort of pay medical bills and so kind of embarrassing himself online and doing all this stuff like is sort of necessary in order to like survive in America as a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Is this someone who is like making bad decisions because of like mental health illness, like mental health issues? But 
you know, I, but it's also just like, well, no, this man also has agency. Also, he's still really rich. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the thing I keep going like, no, he's like, this is not like a poor guy. He is, he is still making money. He's still wealthy. He's still like making a lot more money than like, like he's still making a lot more money than other creators on other platforms who are making content presently, mm-hmm. right? In a lot of ways, like he's sort of one of those. And and again, I, this is like a side question, but I wondered whether you considered him to be one of the YouTubers who did survive, like and. Only in the sense that I think when I started when I started thinking about this, I was thinking about YouTubers who were able to successfully pivot to like, you know, doing commercial brands or like going onto TV or like something along those lines. Um, but like Boogie didn't have to do that, but he is still making money, and I do wonder whether that does sort of constitute a form of success, right? I, honestly, I and, think. And in so. which case, it makes it makes the narrative kind of confusing because it's like, well, am I supposed to feel like how? What am I supposed to feel towards it?